Blog Talk Radio.
now. All right, well, welcome to another edition of Prayer International Radio. We're just taking some time to worship the Lord. We're going to kick it back in with some worship. But for a minute, I just want to lift up the Lord and just commit this time to him. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for your goodness. Father, we ask that you be glorified tonight. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that every heart would be open to your word. Every heart would be open to your love tonight. And, Father, that people would be yielded to you, Lord. Just begin to draw hearts. Begin to draw minds. Begin to draw people to yourself, Father, by your Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that your presence would refresh and renew and restore and heal, Lord, those that are in need tonight. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, listen, if you want to tune in, you can check us out on YouTube, Ustream. We've got a few things out there on Twitter. Also, we're on the Gmail platform if you want to email us. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, prayer requests, prayer uh, praise reports, just to let us know what God's doing in your life, check us out, prayerinternational at gmail.com. That's prayerinternational at gmail.com. And so if you want to call in tonight, 619-638-8458, feel free to listen in. Uh, We may be taking some calls. Got a brother going to get on at about 1040 and just share as the Holy Spirit enables him to share. So we're going to go into a time of worship. Your ways, 
Lord, we say, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty, for my
just a child when I felt the Savior leading. I was drawn to what I could not understand. And for the cause of Christ, I'd spend my days believing. And what He'd have me be is who I am. As I've come to see the weaker side of me I've realized His grace is what I need When sin demanded justice for my soul Mercy said no I'm not gonna let you go I'm not gonna
Thank you. 
All right. Well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. You know, we're just taking some time, just reflecting on the fact that the Lord has given us freedom, given us joy. You know, it's about his presence. And so with that being said, I want to just invite his presence here with us tonight, and then I'm going to introduce a friend of mine, and we're just going to hear his heart for a little bit. So, Father, right now we just thank you for your goodness. Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit be with us tonight. Father, that you would open up the hearts of the people, every man, every woman, every person listening, that you would open up their hearts to hear what you want to speak to us tonight, Father. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask that you would just grace us tonight, Lord. It's in your precious name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I just want to introduce a friend of mine. His name is David. Um, I've always known him more or less by Alex, uh, David Posey, and so a good friend of mine, he just wanted to share his heart tonight. Alex, are you there? I'm here. All right, brother. Well, I'm going to turn it over to you, and so feel free and take some liberty to just share your heart, and then whenever you feel like, you know, you want to pause or take a break or whatever, just let me know, and jump back in, so go for it. Uh, uh, all right, well, um, uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, my name is David Posey, Alex Posey, um, and uh, anyways, uh, I've known Chris for about 20 years, and uh, anyways, I just wanted to share tonight about um, some, basically something that God's been using to really encourage and bless me and uh, revitalize, um, I guess, my view on the gospel. Um, And uh, then what I'd like to do, if there's time, is jump into um, uh, one of Paul's letters to, his letter to the Ephesians, just because it's just, I was going over it tonight, and it's just really powerful. Um, anyways, um, okay, so uh, I want to share this quick, quick testimony just as an introduction. Um, this this morning, uh, I don't know if there's anybody out there that uh, struggles with health issues and stuff like that, but I've kind of been struggling with, with um, breathing problems, and... Anyway, so um, uh, last night I was having problems just, you know, just kind of, I was sleeping and everything like that, but it was it was difficult for me um, because I was having trouble with, with my breath. And, um, but I woke up, I had gone to bed early, and I, had, and I woke up early, and, um, and I was still having trouble breathing. But, um, you know, as I was waking up, I was just spent time encouraging myself um, through some, through the Word of God, just uh, reminders, scriptural reminders of who I am in Christ, and just praying, just seeking God and saying, Lord, you know, speak to me, and, um, and it was just, even though I was not feeling great physically um, God was using that 
to um, to fortify my mind and to strengthen me on the inside. Wasn't feeling anything as far as some major breakthrough. Um, but as um, I was, um, it was time for me to actually get ready for for work and kind of do the, my normal routine. Um, I felt like the Lord said, you know, uh, go ahead and get ready for work. And and I was feeling like there was no way I could even work uh, today. Um, but I, so, you know, I was kind of doing my new routine. And um, anyways, um, got, got a shower and everything like that. And then um, as I was preparing, um, doing that, I was still feeling really bad. Um, but as I was getting ready, um, basically I started coughing and, um, it, um, I told you it was was a breathing issue and God cleared out my lungs, uh, through that. Just, um, nothing, you know, nothing super exciting, but I was just coughing and, and I was able to clear out my lungs. I felt. And as soon as I, I did that, um, I mean, I was totally able to breathe for the rest of the morning, get my breakfast, um, Have didn't have any problem with that, which sometimes can be, you know, um, a challenge. And um, anyways, I uh, had a, it was a man. All right, well, for some reason, uh, Alex dropped off there. Not sure what happened. We will pick it back up in a minute. We're going to go into a time of worship, and then we're going to bring him back into the show. Um, Praise God. Alex, you there? I'm here. Yes, sir. All right, man. Why don't you pick it back up? We we're going to go into a time of worship until I found you again, but go for it. Uh, okay. Sorry about why don't that. You pick it back up. I don't. Well, you kind of fell off. Why don't you back up a couple minutes back and go for it? Okay. Um, I'll go back into the testimonial part. Basically, um, I don't know how far, how long it would, y- y'all uh, um, fill off the queue, but um, I was sharing about how. Um, I was having trouble um, with my breathing today. This morning as I was getting ready for work and I had built trouble breathing all night and that was kind of like just a, a frustration, just me having a physical frustration with that. And um, But I got I'd woken up early, got to bed early, woken up early and um, was just encouraging myself with um, some scripture that reminded me of, of uh, who my my relationship with Jesus, who I am in Christ, um, the promises, precious promises that we've been given that are in, in the Gospels. And as I did, 
God fortified my mind and and, and strengthened me, uh, at least mentally. I was not feeling, I was not feeling any of this. I was feeling like, uh, you know, not good at all. Um, and so, uh, anyways, um, as um, I was doing that, um, God really used that and to kind of help me take baby steps towards the rest of the day, which is all I could do at that point. And um, so when it was time for me to get ready for work, um, you know, I was just like, Jesus, you know, what's, what's, what are you telling me? So I said, go ahead and just get ready for work. So, you know, uh, I was doing that. I, I got up, uh, still had a lot of breathing, got, you know, got a shower, got all that stuff, got, um, and, uh, doing my routine. And I was, I was preparing, uh, I started coughing, and as I did, uh, my lungs immediately cleared up. I was able to breathe normally, clearly. I mean, it was just amazing. It was amazing to me because that whole night I was having tremendous problems just with my breathing. And so, but I... uh, um, I believe I'm pretty. I, I remember speaking life over my lungs, speaking life over my body, speaking, declaring God's word itself, and um, just affirming what God word God word said simply by faith over my body. And I, the Bible, the, I think Proverbs says, "You shall eat of the fruit of your mouth." Um, and so that's really what happened. You know, life is death is in the power of our tongue, and I was able to eat the fruit of my mouth, but this was good fruit because it was God's word, what God's word said. And it was just an amazing testimony to me personally of um, what an amazing father we have in, in, in our God. He's just so awesome. And... Um, what an amazing Savior we have. Um, anyway, so I just thank you for giving me a chance to share that. I um, wanted to use that as an intro to the gospel. Um, God's been using the, I've been use, going through a basic Christianity workbook that uh, my pastors put out. And um, just one part specifically, because it covers the gospel. And inside my heart, I've been wondering, okay, uh, I knew the Bible said go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, but I was like, I, I still wasn't really clear on the gospel. Like, well, if, I, if I'm supposed to share this gospel to every creature, well, I should definitely know what it is. I still had a question mark on what is the gospel. It's pretty basic, but I still wasn't sure. So I stumbled over this little workbook uh, that uh, that I guess is. Um, about several years back, but uh, it was so refreshing, and God's been using it in such a powerful way that I wanted to share it with. Uh, I have been sharing it, but I wanted to share it with um, the the people that are there because I think it'll bless, be a blessing um, for many. 
And anyways, um, so I'm just going to go through some of the highlights of it and and uh, and um, just say a quick prayer and pray that God will really minister life to everybody through it and um, it'll be a source of freedom and strength and encouragement for for everybody that uh, that needs um, to to hear this. Um, anyway, so Father, I thank you for your amazing grace, your amazing love for us, your perfect love that casts out all fear. And I thank you that the gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ, and that um, that it is the truth. Uh, the good news, it's, it's the power of God unto salvation to all who believe. Um, and so, Father, um, I just ask you in the name of Jesus to breathe life into these lips of mine. God, I pray that you breathe life into these words that I speak. I pray that they will bless and bring, bring glory and, and praise and honor to you and bring deliverance and healing and hope and restoration and and even sanctification to the minds and the hearts and the souls of of everybody that can that can hear the sound of my voice, Father. And uh, I thank you that it's not by mind, it's not by power, but it is by your spirit. Um that that life and deliverance and freedom come. And I just commit this and I, this time to you, and and I thank you for for ministering life as I share in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm just going to go over some of the highlights of it because time is limited, but uh, I'm just going to share it kind of like um, I'm going to go through it really quickly, but I think you're going to be really encouraged. So it's these are it's basically this book was set up into like I believe about twelve tests. This is the sixth test. It's called the Gospel, and um, and so there's about twenty two, thirty three little questions here or statements, and I'm just going to go through. Maybe I'll just highlight some of the hey, Alex. really yeah. Alex. Uh, you can yes, uh, check your time, man. If you want to take an extra 10 minutes and get through them all, go for it. Okay. So don't rush. All right, all right, all right, cool. So, all, right. Um, all right, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute myself, and you take liberty. Okay, thanks, guys. Um, so, okay, so this test, number six, gospel. Statement. It has about 33 statements, and uh, this little test. And I'm going to share, um, just I'm going to share in the best way that I can, uh, without not sounding boring to you guys, to everybody there. Um, um, some of the the truth here. So first of all, number one, it says the gospel is a Greek word, which means good news. Okay, so that's the Greek word, the gospel. Um, I don't even know if I knew that when I first read this. Uh, Jesus, number two, Jesus was a preacher of the gospel. Um, it has some scriptures, Matthew 9, 35, 
Mark 1, 14, Luke 4, 18 through 21. Number three says Matthew 4, 23 says Jesus came preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Well, that's, that's an awesome thing right there because the gospel of the kingdom is what we have been invited into to, to walk in, to live in, um, and to be transformed um, as, as we live it out, as we, as we experience the kingdom of God. Um, let's see. Okay, so num- the number four was in Romans one sixteen. Paul said, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek." Okay, um, number five. The good news is based on the bad news which is that we cannot keep God's holy law. However, the good news is that we don't have to keep it because Jesus fulfilled it for us. So um, that, that, that statement is, is kind of a popular statement. Um, I say popular, but it's well known in, in people that are evangelizing and sharing and talking with most of y'all there, um, but uh, I like the way that was phrased. Um, anyways, number six is, therefore, the first lesson in Christianity is repentance. I can't. Which precedes and lays the foundation for the gospel. Okay. Number seven The gospel is made up of two basic parts in which we are accounted righteous outside of keeping God's law. Um, the first part of the gospel is the work of Christ for our salvation, which comes to us by faith in his precious blood. So it's not our good lyrics. It's none, none of Nothing we can do except for believe that his blood um, was enough and faith in his blood was enough to save us, to give us salvation. And number nine, the second part of the gospel is the work of Christ for our sanctification, which comes to us by meditation on his indwelling presence and power. Now, this really stood out to me in a powerful way um, because a lot of times um, it's taught this whole gospel series or test um, to me is really powerful because it explains that the gospel, understanding the gospel, and a true understanding of the gospel will help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus. Will help us and and um, and give us a good foundation for being sanctified, not just justified. To me, that was really amazing. Not just to see that, just to know that, because you know, sanctification. Like, how does it happen? You know, do I have to do a bunch of good works 
have to do this and that and the other thing. Well, um, um, there are some scriptures that that deal with this very thing. Um, which is the second part of the gospel is the work of Christ for our sanctification, which comes to us by meditation on His indwelling presence and power. Now Romans eighteen thirteen through fourteen um, is one reference. First Corinthians thirteen by first Corinthians second Corinthians three eighteen and Timothy three through five are reference um, verses for these uh, for this statement. And I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into Romans eight uh, thirteen through fourteen. Uh, just because it's important that we have the scriptures to to really clarify. Um, Let's see. So, um, Romans 8, 13 through 14. Okay. It says, let's see here. Okay. Romans 8, 13 says, For if you live after the flesh... You shall die, but if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And so if we through the Spirit do um, put to death the deeds of the body, we shall live. For as many as are led of the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So... um, it's by the spirit that we mortify the deeds of the body. Um, and I'm going to turn to Second Corinthians 3.18. Second Corinthians 3.18. Okay, and that says... Um, now, it says, but we all with open face beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, which is like, I think is a glass, and is like a mirror, okay? So we're seeing our reflection. We all with open face beholding as in a glass or a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So, um, when we realize, that's, that's basically looking at Jesus in us. And, and that affirms that when we meditate on his indwelling presence and power, we are sanctified. Beholding him, we are changed. Um, behold, we all with an open face, beholding as in a glass or, or like a mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So that's a big confirmation. And then Titus um, 3 5. I'm just going to go, go ahead and read Titus 3 5, uh, if I can find it. Let's see here, and which I will eventually. Um, so. I think it's tiny, but it's 
Well, I'll tell you what. What I'm going to do is uh, see if I can find it real quick. Okay. I'm looking up the the verse for, for Titus, um, see three three five, and Titus three three five, um, Titus three five says this: it says for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, deserving, diverse, deceived. Uh, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, uh, uh, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Um, oh, sorry. But after this is actually three through five. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of the of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Okay, so, there's just three scriptures for that. Um, number 10, sorry, that took so long. Number 10, the good news is that the Savior not only forgives you, but he also helps you not to sin. And some references for that are Ephesians 9 through 10, or Ephesians 5, 9 through 10, Philippians 4.13 and 2 Peter 1.3-4. Number 11, uh, the first part of the gospel brings us our righteousness by faith in the work of Jesus as Savior, by which we are made totally righteous through imputation by his finished work on Calvary. And the scripture references there are 1 Corinthians 6.11, 2 Corinthians 5.21, and Romans 5-6. through 6. Or, pardon me, Romans 4.5-6. Um, okay, the, the 12th. The second part of the gospel brings us righteousness by meditation on Jesus as Lord. Um by which we are made partly righteous through the working out actual righteousness in his power. I'm going to rephrase that because it's it's kind of like, what? So basically that means that um, as we meditate on Jesus as Lord, the righteousness that we already have in our heart is, um, is illuminated. Um, by um, by our meditating on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who lives in us, who is the Alpha and Omega, who is our peace and our righteousness and um, our wisdom. And as we consider these things, His nature living in us 
that is a transformational, um, that transformed our soul. Our souls are awakened a lot, made alive, renewed. And we begin to see him, and, and as a result of our souls um, being refreshed and renewed, um, then what happens is actual righteousness. Um, there's actual, actual righteousness is the outward, is the outward. Um, of that meditation. We begin to have faith for other people or we begin to be stirred up by the Spirit to say things, to believe things, to do things um, that are, that, uh, that um, it becomes, goes from being in our heart to being in our soul, which is where kind of like Online, where we actually live and and do, we we actually do things out of the soul. That's where life takes place, and you know, it affects the body directly. Um, it's it's uh, it's kind of like it directs the action of the body, whatever's going on in the soul. So uh, on now the scriptures for that is Romans twelve one through two. Ephesians three sixteen through twenty, and James one twenty five. Okay, the thirteenth, thirteenth uh, one. The first part of the gospel relates to Jesus as Savior, in which three important facts work to create my imputed righteousness. Um, here's some scriptures of that one: Romans three twenty four, and Romans four three. Um, Okay, 14. The first fact is that Christ died for me. Number 14. The first fact is that Christ died for me. 1 Peter 3.18. Romans 8. 2 Corinthians 5.14-15. Romans 6.6-7. 6 15. The second fact is that Christ was buried for me. Romans 6, 4, Colossians 2, 12, verse 16. The third, I'm reading through a test, um, the gospel. It's, it's, the test is called the gospel, just for those who might have um, just jumped in. Um, the third fact, number six, I'm reading from test number, the, the number 16. Uh, the third fact is that Christ rose from the dead for me. Colossians twelve two twelve, Ephesians two sixteen, Romans six five and fourteen nine. Number seventeen, first Corinthians five first uh, Corinthians fifteen, three through four says, For I delivered to you first of all the same that I also received. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. That's the gospel in a nutshell from 1 Corinthians uh, 15. Uh, number, uh, number 18, statement 18, the second part of the gospel relates to Jesus as Lord, in which two important facts work to create my actual righteousness. Uh, Philippians 
one eleven, Ephesians one thirteen, and second Thessalonians two thirteen. Uh, the first fact is that the indwelling Holy Spirit creates new character inside of me. Um, that's based on these scriptures are really powerful. So if you are going to write any scriptures down, um, I just encourage you to check these out um, when you have a chance. But it's Romans fourteen seventeen, Romans fifteen thirteen. In Galatians 5, 22 through 23. So that that is basically um, backing up the, the first fact is that the indwelling Holy Spirit creates new character inside of me. And that's really amazing because it's not based on it's not it's not uh, the pressure is not on you to create new character. The indwelling Holy Spirit that does the creating. The Bible says, he that began a good work in you will finish it until the day of Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know what scripture that is, but um, I know it is scripture. And um, uh, let's see, number 20, the second fact is that the same indwelling Holy Spirit creates the fruit of good works outside of me. Okay, so the Holy Spirit not only creates the new character, but he also creates the fruit of good works. Um, some scriptures to that are Hebrews 3, 13, 21, James 1, 25, Philippians 4, 13. Those are very powerful scriptures too. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and open uh, the the Hebrews one because uh, it's a beautiful passage, and I think uh, it'll it'll really make sense of this scripture or this statement. Okay, so it's Hebrews thirteen twenty one, and so Hebrews thirteen twenty one says, um, uh, "I'm going to just read twenty and twenty one." Says, "Now the God of peace." This is Hebrews 13, 20, 21. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever, Amen. Now, that is about sanctification. That's the, that is, well, it's actually the, the, the bearing of the fruit is through the Holy Spirit. It's not something that, that you make happen. Um, you can meditate on who you are in Jesus, who Jesus is in you and his nature. And um, and that that and through that you become strengthened. Um, but it's not it's not not about you trying to you know be a good person or it's it's meditating on the nature of Jesus. What Christ has already done for you at Calvary. Um, and that's actually another um, coming up as well. 
Um, so, um, okay, number 21 says in Philippians 2.13, the scripture says he works to will and to do of his good pleasure. Uh, number 22, the Holy Spirit is given to me by Jesus as Lord to create a new actual righteousness in my soul. He is in me to will, but he's also working through me to change the works of my body. He is in me to do, thereby changing both my soul and my body. Um, so that's some references for that are, are Philippians 2.13, um, Romans 8, 2 and 4, 2 Corinthians 3, verse 18. Uh, the first part of the gospel is about my salvation. That's Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4 through 5. 1 Peter chapter 2, 24, verse 24. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Um, number 24. The second part of the gospel is about my sanctification. Um, so that's... Um, References there are Ephesians 3.20, Colossians 1.10-12, First Peter um, 1, verse 2, verse 5, and verse 8-9. Number 25 in the test says, As I meditate on the first part of the gospel, Jesus finished work on Calvary for, for me. It will produce the second part, a holy life by the power of the Spirit. So we need to meditate that on what Jesus has done for us, the finished work of the gospel, he, um, on Calvary, that he won our salvation, our healing, our deliverance, um, and what, what it means uh, that what Jesus accomplished for us at Calvary, at least contemplate and meditate on that finished work it produces um, a holy life by the power of the Spirit. And I can really just affirm and testify to that because as I've been considering these things, um, God's just really been transforming me and and, uh, it's been awesome getting my mind off of me, getting it onto Jesus and beholding Him and and being aware of his nature in me as just simply as part of knowing the gospel. Um, Okay, so the first part of the gospel, this is number 26, the first part of the gospel changes my spirit. Number 27, the second part of the gospel changes my soul and my body. Um, Some references for that are Galatians 5, uh, chapter 5 to 22, through 23, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 9 through 10, and 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And number 28, um, statement 28 says, the good news is that God loves me before I change. Um, You have to know you are loved unconditionally before any change will take place in your life. In fact, the change comes from the love 
Uh, I am still growing in this one because um, I'm still getting uh, coming to terms with the unconditional love of Jesus. It's so deep. It's so powerful. Um, it is. It's it's um, really it's, it's everything. Um, understanding the love. That's how we we grow and and become the people. Um, that's how transformation takes place. So this is a, a big deal. I'm going to restate it, and I'm going to go through some scriptures. Uh, I may read one or two, but um, I'm going to give you some references for this. The good news is that God loves God loves me before I change. Man, that should be good news for everybody here. And, um that you have to know you are loved unconditionally before any change will take place in your life. In fact, the change comes from the love. Um, okay, so I'm gonna the references for this are Romans four, six through eleven, Romans five, um, chapter five, six, eight, and ten, and first John four ten. Um, I could probably I'm going to just read you the Romans reference. And, okay, so Romans 4, uh, Romans 4, 6 through 11 says this. Okay, 6 through 11 says this. Even as David also describes the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputes righteousness without work. Saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Um, come, cometh this blessedness upon the circumcision only? In other words, does this blessedness come upon the circumcision only? Or upon the uncircumcision also. For we say that the faith was that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. In other words, the Jews make a big deal about being circumcised. But the bottom line is Abraham was kind of righteousness was counted righteous before he was circumcised because of the faith that he had in the promise that God made to him. And uh, because he had faith in the promise that God made him, um, he got circumcised. So, anyways, and, and so, um, it, righteousness was imputed to him before he was circumcised, before he did anything good. So, um, uh, so that's, that's a, one reference uh, about unconditional love and how we're changed by unconditional love. Um, okay, so number 30. In and of ourselves, our flesh, we have no active part in changing. But as we meditate, on him and our relationship to him, which we have by faith and not 
by our performance, we are changed by his spirit acting in and through us. This is it. This is like an awesome statement right here. It's very clear, and it just talks about, uh, it just, it's very simply stated, um, uh, and I'm going to give the reference, some scripture references. John 15, 4 through 5. That's John chapter 15, verse 4 through 5. Romans chapter 8, verse 12 through 15. And 2 Corinthians uh, ch- chapter 3, verse 17 through 18. Uh, I'm going to read it one more time because it, it really says so much so concisely and, and so well. So in and of ourselves, our flesh, we have no active part in changing. But as we meditate on him and our relationship to him, we have by faith, as we meditate on him and our relationship to him, which we have by faith and not by our performance, we are changed by his spirit, by his spirit acting in and through us. So... The next one is 30, verse, uh, sorry, uh, number 31. Performance always follows and never precedes relationship. We never produce any good works except as a channel for him, as they are only a byproduct of our relationship to him. So that's another way of saying basically the same thing. Um, but in a different way that kind of like a different way of looking at the elephant. Um, so we've got this giant um, uh, elephant that we're calling the gospel. And it's powerful. And boom. Okay. Anyways, so um, I am going to wind up um, with the last um, couple statements. First, um, Thessalonians 5.23. Uh, actually, let me just make sure I, I read you these the re- references to the last statement because it was very, I thought it, to me it was very helpful. It says, uh, performance always follows and never precedes relationship. We never produce any good works except as a channel for him as they are only a byproduct of our relationship to him. That's John uh, 4, 15, 4 through 5 as a reference. Galatians 2, chapter 2, 9, verse 19 through 20. And Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. Number 32, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, that's the scripture. You know, there's no other references. Okay, so number 33 is the last one. So the good news is that faithful is he that calls you who will also do it. That's First Thessalonians. 524. Um, anyway, so uh, if you want to break it down into two parts, you can say the gospel is part one, Jesus died for me, 
who is buried for me and rose for me. Part two would be um, Jesus ascended and came back to live in me through the power or through the spirit that's inner fruit and character. He's in me to will. And um, number five, I guess, yeah, five is um, abiding through me, outer fruit, he's in me to do. So that's basically the gospel. And uh, I hope it, I know I've got to probably broken it down in a different way, but um, just knowing that the gospel affects not just our justification, our, our salvation, getting saved, having a new life and a new um, a new heart. Um, but also... Prayer. we got ten seconds. Oh, yeah. So let's pray and thank God and ask Him to steal it. Father, we just thank you for this time. Thank you for your grace. We seal this. We ask you to seal it in the blood of Jesus by the power of your Holy Spirit. And every mind, soul, and heart that heard today, in the name of Jesus, with your perfect love that casts it all fear, let your kingdom come. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. All right, well, this is Prayer International Radio. We're wrapping it up. That was my friend Alex Posey. If you need to touch base with us, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. Have a blessed night.